Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 23rd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, it's Victory Monday. Uh, oh, yeah. The Bears, Bears are back. It's uh, We got Bajant Mania in, uh, in Chicago. Everybody's talking about the new quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Uh, badging ball. We had Buddy Ball at the Ryder Cup. Now we got Badging Ball in Chicago taking the, taking the, mid, the midway by storm. Uh, first victory whipped up on the Raiders. Quite, quite an easy sort of intro, an opening handshake. Like uh, I don't know, the first at Riviera for Tyson Bagent, the kidding, the, the decrepit Raiders. Bagent. I'm not. It, it's Bagent. All right. Have you, know you what? seen his dad? No. What? No. No, I haven't. Why would I have seen Tyson Bagent's dad? <laughs> his dad's like a 25-time arm wrestling champion oh i did hear about that yeah yeah he did this video it was incredible i almost retweeted i should have but he's just he gets this nfl network guy up and he just takes over the mic and just puts him down with the arm wrestling like he's got he's just he was smooth as silk on on the mic and it was uh it was unbelievable if bajit if bajit field stays out and bajit keeps winning We've got a catnip call of the week situation going with uh with Bajan's dad. He could get oh. he could be the next blocky, to be completely honest. Really? He's got that much <laughs> oh, joie de vivre and yes. showmanship. Okay. <laughs> he was just okay. unbelievable showman. Unbelievable. <laughs> I haven't seen you know, the thing that's amazing, amazing our NFL minute here. Yeah. The guy Bajan beat out for the number two job in Chicago might be the savior of your brownies, PJ Walker. Oh, really? That's who was still in the in the mix. The Bears signed him to like a two year deal, oh, and they jettisoned him because of because of how good Bajant was. And now he's now he's QB one of the Browns. He's doing okay for the brownies. He's doing. It's, uh, I wouldn't say he's great. I mean, there's a lot of calls for. The Browns to trade for Jacoby Brissett today, uh, get Washington to offload him, which I would be all for. Browns are Browns took jaws from the victory from the snatched victory from the jaws of defeat on uh, Sunday. I don't know. We're getting popped. Like we're the beneficiary of some like bullshit calls by the NFL refs. Like, are you kidding me? Like oh, Browns fans, like little, the, just the little Packer the syndrome. You guys fan base. Bay just, oh yeah. 20 years of nothing but lucky breaks and calls that have gone our way. That's all. Yeah. We're just, that's all our, our existence has been like, get out of here. Get out of here with that. We beat the Colts. We should have beat the Colts. Colts stink defense. You know, was miles. Garrett is just a, an animal should be defensive player of the year, but I love Bajant Ball. I love this game within the game. Bajant versus Fields. I'm fire. You got one in New York with the Giants, maybe. Daniel Jones. Who knows what's going to happen there? Um, I, I read an article on Friday, and it was Sports Illustrated, which is doing a lot of just 
SEO junk now. And it was five things to know about Tyson Bajan. And uh, I clicked on it. I was, I was morbid curiosity. I clicked on it. It's like clearly a pre-SEO play. Like people are going to figure, want to know who this guy is come Sunday. And they probably Googled him in this are. And number one was his name is really Tyson. I was like, that. how is that like a thing you're actually writing in Sports Illustrated? His first name, which you already listed in the headline. So I get, I did get to the father as the, the, the uh, whatever, the arm wrestling god. I, I did get to that effect number five. So I'm super thrilled that we can talk about Bajan uh, for hopefully a few more weeks here. Um, one last, I think they're prime time next week. Uh, yes, Chargers, Sunday night football. I, God, that's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing against your Bears or Tyson Bajan or anyone involved with the Chargers, but I don't I, want to watch that. Well, the amazing thing is the guy didn't throw a pass beyond eight yards. So <laughs> <laughs> and and when we saw him throw deep two weeks ago, he underthrew TJ Moore by 15 yards. <laughs> so we'll see if he can actually throw the ball, <laughs> you know, past the first down sticks. Uh, but anyways, one last thing to close out our our uh, our NFL minute. It appears that the uh, Jordan Love honeymoon period oh, with the Packers is yeah. is over. And yeah. uh, I just want to yeah. say to all my friends, friends yeah. from up to Green Bay, welcome to quarterback hell. <laughs> I was watching that late. <laughs> Brendan game. and I are, could, could give you all all the uh, the guides. We could write our own little SEO post about when your team doesn't have a quarterback. And I just want to oh. say, I'm glad you guys shipped Aaron Rodgers off. I, uh, you know, I'm, it's uh, he shipped himself off a little well, bit too. You it's know. tough. It's tough. It, you, you know, it turns out franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. That's that's true. That's true. And even when you try to give them two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed, and we can't, we are stuck. We are stuck with Deshaun Watson. Somebody I was listening to local radio. They're like his dead cap hit next year is the cap. It's the entire. It's like more than the salary cap. They cannot get rid of him for like two years, and he looks terrible. Last thing on NFL minute. I'm going to tie this to golf. Actually, Sunday night you have Eagles Dolphins. Tush push. There's furious uproar about the tush push with Jalen Hurts. I mean, they just run it to perfection. They ran, did it like three or four times at critical moments. And, you know, people, Dolphins are like really sour about it. It's going to be banned. This is like the arm lock putting. I'm trying to figure out what the tush push, like guys who are like, this is not a football play. This is not what the intent of the game is. The competition committee will ban this. I think golf kind of needs a competition committee. I know there are various rules committees, but they need a competition committee. Who do you think should be on the competition committee? Well, you got to have like a player. You got to have like an upstanding player. You got to have a loose cannon. You got to have a loose cannon player, like a guy who just has off the brain, off the wall, harebrained schemes. You need a hot take artist, I would say. Someone that's in the media that just has... You need, I don't know, maybe an equipment rep just to just so they have ah, a voice there. You're going to the, the person that's ever trying to be a change agent is going to get drowned out. You can't have an equipment rep on that, <laughs> that committee. I think just there to be yelled at, just to be shouted down. A non, non-voting be. committee member. Yes, yes. So I, I think you need a competition committee for golf because the tush push... I don't know what. I know Eagles fans are very defensive about it and that they're very good at it. But it feels like it's sort of the arm lock putting debate of the NFL going on, right? I love that Eagles fans are defensive about it because if it was any team 
other than the Eagles running it, they'd be the loudest people being like, oh, screw this. Like if it costs yeah. them a playoff game. Yep. Yep. You know. Um, all right, let's get to golf. I suppose I I, I got to be honest. I think the do you golf think we should take very... the Eagles' uh, uh, latest Super Bowl away? No, come on, the Nick Foles one. Yeah, because Cody Parkey. What about Cody Parkey? What about him? He missed, missed something. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't think that. No, get out of here. I'm trying to rewrite history, like the Western Open or something. Um. All right, golf. I didn't think it was a very good weekend. It's mid October. It's October twenty second. Can I can I push back? Yeah. Now I know nobody watched this. I uh, I watched it because you... I cover golf for a living. Um, and I think this is like underwrites uh, the huge problems with the league in general is that there were no fans there. Nobody cares. No one. No one was there. Nobody was there. Nobody cares. They're handing out fifty million dollars. It shows once and for all that fifty million money doesn't, you know, fans are not entertained by money. Um, only players are. But I will say that that live golf tournament was good. It was a good tournament. Saturday, Sunday, Fri- too? Friday, or- yeah, Saturday and Sunday. I I found it. The pace of play was awful on Sunday. It was terrible. Um, they can't. You can't put guys and foursomes you cannot do that um but anyways the the actual golf was entertaining i mean on friday i was cackling as the cliques you know made their upset bid of ripper and i i well this is just it kind of more speaks to like how good team match play is team match play no matter what like is there a bad team match play tournament um there's not a bad one. There's some that maybe aren't paid enough attention to, but yes, there's not a, not a bad. There's never a bad sequence for that. Bad and scenario. I like throw this into that bucket. If you put team match play out there, it doesn't fail, right? I was like enthralled by a match between burnt the burnt cheeseburger, Graham McDowell, Jed Morgan, and Matt Jones. I mean, like complete nobody players at this point in their careers, and I was enthralled watching it. <sighs> Because it was match play, it was high stakes. The guys like it appeared actually gave a shit about it. They were, Maybe, you know, yeah. they're pouring putts in. I mean, it was fascinating. Martin Keimer likewise birdied, I think, like three of the last four holes to extend Please. a match against Cam Smith. I mean, it was, it was crazy shit was happening. Like it does in match play. But anyways, those two days, the match play days, I thought were really good actually. I mean, yeah, nobody I, watched again. Nobody, nobody. watched. Like you nobody watched because it's your job. You are a golf nut, so you found it interesting. But when you talk about Jed Morgan, Scott Vincent against Cheeseburger, and Grant, like nobody's doing that. Even if it is a match play format, nobody's well, getting on board for that. I know it, it, this is the whole whole thing with this. nobody watched the Zozo either. Probably by the way, nobody watched the Zozo. Yeah, no, but yeah. like this format. So my takeaway is, all right, if OWGR, if I'm live and OWGR is not giving me any points, this is by far our best event. It's not even close. It's the only one that actually has potential for interest. Why don't we do more of more match play? If, if they aren't giving us points, 
And then it doesn't matter that your events are stroke play. Lean into the match play and do something different. Tyson Bagent and Cleeks, big Cleeks minute. I, I loved one of the big contributions to the zeitgeist that Liv has made is they're now. Well, A, they were tweeting on Friday night, like, do you believe, like Ben Crenshaw or something about the cliques, the 11-seated cliques are kind of, they got it in them. Do you believe this? It's a miracle. Something's happening. And then they also coined the term blandemonium, which I just love. That's right in my wheelhouse. Dick Bland put Mark Leishman and his soft-hitting ways in a body bag on Friday, and they're going, it was blandemonium on Monday, on Friday at, uh, at Durrell. So I love that term. Uh, again, did not appear anyone was there. It l- looked like there were a lot of people at the concert, although that could have been some creative I don't uh, think there cropping. were. Really? I, I saw I, some I, scenes this morning. It looked like a rave. It looked pretty pretty happy, pretty crowded, but maybe not. There was. You, you just don't. Carlos Ortiz stuffs one to like three feet to win the entire thing, and there's like it's like echoing. It's like a guy, just a guy clapping in the corner. Um, but not the worst compelling golf the crushers the crushers are your team champions they win 14 million dollars bryson dechambeau i love the notes hit it off the top of the birdie shack uh the ricochets to the front of the sixth green on 16 uh, the second green on 16 says his drop would have been on a side hill lie in rough which good on live for not giving guys a generous drop zone they may get may not be able to, to, to have to navigate that on the pga tour so he hits a blind shot up and over the grandstand and makes a birdie top of the birdie shack play that made me chuckle they win uh it's bryson honorbon bogey free 70 uh, seven under 65 it's all stroke play it was a bit tedious even if it was close range goats were second but i felt a tinge of um I don't know, happiness for Bryson. He overplayed it for sure. I would say Bryson's probably not the most socially apt fella. Uh, I don't know what his friend's situation is, um, but it seems like he relishes uh, these friendships by arrangement of the crushers. Um, And it it seems to kind of mean something to him. He seemed very happy with the win. His quotes were absurd. He goes, anytime you get a win with the team, I'd say, honestly, that's more important than individual stuff. Look, majors are great, but there's a team behind you there. I've got a team, my own team. So I think he's insinuating he would win a major. He likes doing it with the people around him. That that a major is less important than his crushers win. But having the crushers be front and center of the first inaugural full season just means the world. We are a part of history, and I couldn't be more proud of these guys and definitely takes the sting out of last week. But the team is what it's all about, and I couldn't be more proud. So your crushers are your team champions. Uh, they win $14 million on Sunday afternoon, edging the Goats, who were second, and Torquay, who was third. Isn't this all that Bryson? Bryson ever... Isn't this all that Bryson ever wanted was just uh, some paid friends? <laughs> I wasn't going to... I mean, it is sort of the whole arrangement with the TikTok house. Like those are clearly hangers on when when he was quite, you know, the spectacle. It, it, I was happy for him. He seemed very happy. I I, I really, I, I, guy guy struggles seems seems to struggle a little bit on on s- several fronts. I don't know if he's a bad guy. 
there's some stories of him being not the nicest fella, but I was kind of happy for him. Paul Casey, on the other hand, that phony MFR, the phoniest MFR going, like on the edge of tears with his arm around his his teammates. Like he remember he he kind of did the crocodile tears at the Ryder Cup after he saw everyone else crying at Whistling Straits. Like, well, I gotta get in on this. And he does it. He, that guy, that guy just he's impossible. You could read right through him. But but Bryson, um, you know, moderately happy for Bryson getting the win. Do you have anything else on live other than the format? You being uh, enthused by the magic sticks were a disaster. They have to, they have to redo the, in- I'm getting texts. My internet's horrendous. My speed test is, I, I is, can barely hear you. I'm hearing one every four words right now because your, your wires are all crossed over there. I'm hearing the ma- magic Six are terrible. They are awful. They're a terrible team. There, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I don't know the, the bottom of the barrel, the, the, I don't know. I don't know what uh, what where Liv goes from here. I mean, again, I think like this goes back to Liv honestly had potential, but it's the worst worst people in the world running the like they're they're incompetent, right? Like at this point, people should be excited about a team format, a team like a team um, formatted league because we're going to free agency, right? That's like, we're seeing it with the NFL. We're seeing it with, uh, MLB. We're seeing it with the NBA is that like, there's this like huge off season interest in player movement. Again, last year they completely fumbled this. You know, there was no off season drama. There is no, there's no rules. There's no salary caps. There's no, there's, they have no mechanism because they haven't spent the time to put this in place for to have authentic player movement. If they had that, you know what? It would be really fascinating, I think. like and not me, not really fascinating. I, again, nobody cares about this, but it, they'd have a chance to be interesting. And they're entering this time of year where it could be like an interesting time of year when they're not playing golf. But these these people that run the league, are they can they can barely you know I they can't yep. do I they can't be taken seriously as Logan yeah, Roy no, would say you know the people running the league are not serious people and they're in the middle of an NFL Sunday like honestly no matter what happened no one was going to be watching that that shotgun start on Sunday and even Saturday to a lesser extent with college football going on so you've got iron heads magic sticks it was a rough 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 season for all those guys at the bottom but but Bryson gets the team crown 14 million i don't know are we clear on what happens with that money like there was the whole team money is now being reinvested back in the team um uh, maybe the team championship oh, is a, a different deal that was for during the during the course of the season the the concurrent test uh, contest maybe this one's different and they just take it uh so I, um, you know, I'm super curious too. Like, I was looking at the money totals. <laughs> like, how much did Graham McDowell get paid uh, this year for being like, you know, still being like the two twenty five hundredth best player in the world? It's uh, yeah, it's an he had to make it north of two million dollars this year. Maybe, which is yeah. insane. He's maybe he's, <laughs> he's awful at golf now. He had a big putt there on Friday night. <laughs> well, buried it. 
let me tell you something. It's great. You know, Bryson, it seems like, you know, at one point in his career, his, his, his tummy, his gut wasn't feeling good. He was a little bit, you know, sluggish. And I'll tell you what, I, I went through a little period of time where I was traveling a town. I was stressed. I just, you know, I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't feeling great. Um, and if you're a longtime listener, you might know that for the last year, I've been drinking AG1. When I started drinking AG1 daily, I uh, I just noticed like a, a spike in my mood, a, a spike. I had a pep in my step. I could, uh, I, I was ready to attack the day. I was, you know, I wasn't, as Paul McGinley would say, I wasn't on my back foot to start the day. I was out on my front foot. And that's because <laughs> AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, uh-huh. and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Love that. You you and Bryson's tummy and, and you. you. You found your AG1. Look, I had a 8 a.m. soccer game on Saturday. We had 8 a.m., which means you got to be out. You got to be there at 730. Uh, I, I took some travel packs out to our friends the week prior. Like, you got to try these. I got extras. And this woman had... It, my uh, kid's friend's mom had been interested. She's like, she'd seen it at our house. I want that. So I brought her some. By Saturday at 8 a.m., she'd already had her coffee and her greens and her travel pack, she said. A week later, she's all in. She was loving it. She had pep in her step, as you would say. She's like a health nut. She's really into this stuff. She does a bunch of paddle boarding. So she was all about it, curious, into this. Had seen it. You, too, can get your travel packs if you go to drinkag one dot com slash shotgun you get a free one-year supply of vitamin d3 k2 and five free ag1 travel packs those five free travel packs with your first purchase that's drink ag1.com slash shotgun and you get five of those travel packs and a one-year supply of vitamin d3 k2 all right let's move on we've done a little bit of live I don't have a lot to say about the Zozo. I'm happy for Colin Morikawa. This ended Saturday night. Now this was basically two days ago. Uh, ends a two-year, more or less two-year winless drought. Um, not the deepest field, but still had some hitters in it. And he went out and took it, putted pretty well on Sunday, which is always kind of the the where the balance is tipped with Colin Morikawa. His, his ball striking has remained elite. Tita Green has remained elite even in, in, during this winless streak. Uh, but he wins the Zozo Championship. Clearly meant something to him, uh, given his, his heritage. Uh, but yeah, the, the Zozo has a quite a roll of, a roll call of, of winners with Tiger, Hideki. I think Xander. Won, like they've had some great guys win that event. So uh, congrats to uh, Mark out. Yeah, I mean, I think like the thing that stood out to me is that this is a guy that you know has had opportunities on Sundays in recent years and hasn't gotten mm-hmm. it done. And to go out and just like a- absolutely blow away the field is is super impressive. Sunday sixty three to win by six shots over. Uh, you know how long before we start talking about Eric Cole, minor league legend as a as a PGA Tour legend? He finished T two. Probably too. I mean, strong. this guy is on his way to superstardom. It feels like. 
Superstar, come on. You can't say Jordan Spieth's just a guy and then suggest Eric Cole's on his way to superstar. Honestly, Eric Cole incons- might be better than Jordan Spieth right now. Okay, separate discussion but, but, on, on play, but separate. Dis- other there, uh, other one that jumped off to me is Bo Hostler there. He's eight under. He was also T2, a distant T2, but he's basically locked in for uh, next 10 status, I see- which I know people, people I are shuffling some- around. I'm, I'm sorry about whoever tweeted this. Yeah. Oh, here it was Smartin. Yeah. Um, Bo Hostler. This oh, was it. his tweet. I'm intrigued by imagine. what Zozo leader Bo Hostler would be if he ever became tour all caps. Smartin's so good with his all caps tour. <laughs> they all are. They're indoctrinated. As soon as they go down there, the caps lock button just functions a different <laughs> way when you start working at the global home. It's tour ridiculous. average with his irons. He's above average at distance and an elite putter. His strokes gained rankings over the past five seasons. So he's third in putting. Approach DFL. Dead last. <laughs> That's not going to get it done. Like, it's kind of amazing that he still has his card. Yeah. That's crazy. Dead he's last next in approach over the last three years. He's locked in for next 10, basically, it looks like, with a bunch of good fall finishes. You know how everybody's like, everybody will be like, you'll you'll talk to like um, analysts and stuff. They're like, I, you know, I always when I, I make a point to go watch a Scotty Scheffler range session. I never miss a Scotty Scheffler range session if I yeah. can see it. I think that the range session you don't want to miss. It's Bo Hostler with these approach numbers. I see him spraying it all over the place. Oh, he's doing it. He's figuring like, it out. You don't understand what good is with approach play unless you see That's the bad. True. Right? That's true. Yep. That's I always, true. Somebody told me this once about golf courses. It's like you can't just go see all the great golf courses. You got to right. see some bad golf courses to appreciate how good the good ones are. I so mean, I, I think I, I think Bo Hostler, I'm adding him to the all-range all-stars team. In that line, in that vein, like honestly, like what clicked for me on architecture once was playing Turtle Point, Aquila. Like it really, like really started to click for me. Like I really hated myself. I hated golf, and yeah, like your point. See the bad ones; it really helps you kind of uh, illuminate what what you do like and what what makes you happy. Honestly, in Smartin's uh, little tweet there, <laughs> I'm fa- I like want to go watch Bo Hostler at like a regular tour event just to see how good he is at everything else to overcome, you know, being the worst player on tour at the most important aspect of being a tour player. Uh, congrats to Morikawa. $1.5 million for winning this no cut event in Japan. I got uh, another question for you. Yeah. Is it disappointing that JT is not playing in any of these events? No. No. Well, you want to take some pops at JT after he played the fort? No, I'm not taking pops at JT. I'm taking pops at the system that's allowing a player that, like, you know, effectively didn't qualify for this uh, elevated event that that's clearly, and and it's by his own actions, going to be handed spots in every elevated event. It's shitty. Is- it sucks. It's a terrible system for that standpoint is he for sure ineligible like obviously he was not in the fedex cup standings threshold at all um yeah yeah, i guess he wouldn't be eligible didn't qualify around and and here it's like we're we've got three events left i don't think he's playing in any of them and 
to me it's it's it sucks like might get the in. best thing that could happen would be him playing these and playing his way in for the future it's just like a really bad example for the first year of these elevated events it's a really shitty example and um you know in terms of like outward appearance the tour never does well and this was this is just another chapter of like hey you know we're gonna protect our our little buddies and uh <laughs> little harry diamond little sean martin's tweet little buddies you got the little going i didn't morning. say little uh, sean martin's tweet little tweet his little tweet here you didn't say little you said his little tweet um but I think he might. Isn't there a top thirty OWGR exemption in the signature is, events? He is might he get in the in. top thirty. In the I think OWGR? he's twenty five right now. Yeah, he's twenty five. So maybe that's the little uh, kind of cushion that they provided for. Do you think he's going to stay in the top thirty? I don't know. It's no, no. I mean, there's, it's, it's, yeah, it's been a precipitous fall. Probably should have been more precipitous, right? During this course, of well, this Data year. Golf's got him what, like seventieth? Yeah. I mean, he won a major or whatever 18 months ago. So that gives you a lot of a lot of cushion. Um, all right. That does it for Zozo. Congrats to Morikawa. On the LPGA, Minji Lee wins um, at the BMW P- the Women's PGA in Korea. Uh, obviously, she has Korean heritage, so it was super meaningful for her to win there. It's her 10th win. Her 10th LPGA win. She hasn't been... She's not some kind of millennial old head. She's kind of still young young chicken spring chicken she's won 10 times uh she joins she's the third player from australia joining jan stevenston and kari webb to win double digits and tour victories now those women won a ton in all, other parts of the world but minji lee already at 10 wins winning the lpga uh and and Korea, it's, I think, her second victory in three starts. She won in Cincinnati a few weeks ago. So congrats to Minji Lee with that overnight win Saturday night. Shared a plane home. Catnip. Social media catnip. Shared the plane home with Kyle Morikawa it was from catnip. Asia. I, there's some uh, breaking news. What? Stra- strategic Alliance breaking news that's come across, come across my desk. What happened? You ready for it? Might have lost, Brendan. I'm here. What do you got? What happened? What was the strategic alliance? The DP World Tour today announces new membership opportunities for the PGA Tour members in its 2024 season. Numbers 126 through 200 in the FedEx Cup standings are guaranteed full status on the DP World Tour for the following year. So they're going to take the DP's best players and DP will take the sort of the driftwood from the PGA Tour. The latest the latest chapter in the strategic alliance. Tell me tell me you're a feeder tour without telling me you're a feeder tour. Sheesh. That's I need to let's look up the FedEx Cup standings. I need to know what kind of talents might be coming to, you know, the Cyprus event the boy, or whatever. The boy from Bratislava might be playing in Central Europe next year. There we go. Get him out there. Gotta All get right. Him out there. Jimmy Walker is 129. Do you think he's going to go over there? Or General Patton? Made, what about General Patton? $50 million. Dollars. No, no, no. I would, I would honestly pay for some DP World Tour social media content about General Patton exploring <laughs> like parts of Europe. 
in the world. I don't, don't, don't uh, I, you know, Sea Island, Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> I just don't think he's probably seen a lot of it, but I could be wrong. What about Scott wrong. Piercy at 134? Do you think the DP <laughs> World Tour should be <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like a, yeah a missionary coming to preach his gospel trying to convert people all throughout the world it's his harebrained kooky uh theories tough yeah. boy tough boy <laughs> charlie hoffman is 145 <laughs> tough boy yeah what are we doing what are you doing kelly, kelly. craft kelly craft is 151 all right, you go. There you go. ZJ. One fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him out there. He's taken enough beatings at the hands of the European Tour this year. They don't need him out there again. Do you so. think there's a big market for uh, David Cohn's kid, Trevor Cohn, abroad? <laughs> oh, that's we terrible. James, James Hahn. James Hunt could go go over and, and play on the DP World Tour and, and start spouting off about DP World Tour politics. The, social, the French socialist should be right at home. Martin Trainer. Oh, yeah. Get him out there for sure. I mean, that for one's sure. a good fit, right? That There's a couple good, good fits in here. God, God Frank Molinari. Looking. Frank Molinari, 188. Tiger really killed him at the Masters. <laughs> Like the, the Russell career Kaima was never the same. Magical Kenya Open. Send Chuck Hoffman to the Magical Kenya Open. March, you know, get him out there. Get get Scott D- Piercy. Dirt McGirt. <laughs> Jim Herman could go relive some of uh, Woozy, his, uh, his, his, you know, master's playing yeah. partner. God, what a disaster for Jonathan Vegas. He's, he's going to have to get the visas situations figured out. Oh, yeah, he's travel. always the man. You want to speak about Jim Herman? You know, we were talking about our last... Patrick Patrick Waz kid might actually have some international appeal. Kevin Roy. With the French? Yeah. The French? Um, we, Herman, we got a text from his agent, Michael Wolf, or his former... I don't know if they're still... I think it's his agent. And we were debating when our last guest was. Was it whoever? Was it... I was Beal was around. Who did we have on? Barry Henson. He said, I believe your last Shotgun Start guest interview was Jim Herman during Masters Week. Every question was about Woozy. When Hermie finished, this guy playing the Masters, he handed the phone back to his agent and said, what in the world was that? And so that is exactly the kind of review we are looking for. We get you in the middle of Masters. The guy's like, every question about Woozy, hands the phone back to his agent. What in the world did you just make me do? So hey, we love I- that. I can't believe I missed this player while scanning the uh-huh. the the players. What what is Frugal Fratelli going to do with this <laughs> increased travel travel no, spend? Nope, he's not. He's going to stay home. He's not doing he's it. Gonna he put the blue, go. He's going to put the blue PGA Tour live shirt on more often. <laughs> That's what he's yes. player dining. You know, hot, you know, he'll stay at the whatever the hotel the hotel partner is of the PGA Tour, and yeah, you work for the PGA Tour Entertainment. That's definitely he's not going to try to figure his way around Europe where he can save a few uh, coins here and there. He's not going there. All right, good breaking news there. It's uh, doesn't speak highly, I would say, of the European Tour. They're going to be up in arms about that one. So, um, 
Elsewhere, Adrian Marunk on the European tour while we're here wins um, on the European tour. He said, you know, I'm glad all the talk about the Ryder Cup is over. I can focus on my game and keep it going forward. He said, I hope it's uh, he's made a point since then. It's like, I don't know, man. The, the Ryder Cup team kicked ass. I mean, Nikolai Hogard was fine. Um, and whoever doubted me, I hope that I can prove them wrong, is what Adrian Marunk. You know, he, he was a snub for sure, but I mean, it's hard to like second guess anything that happened for the European side. Um, at the Ryder Cup, but congrats to him. He's gonna, he's probably gonna get one of those PGA Tour cards. Quite honestly, it's like yeah. him and Ryan Fox. They're, they're gonna just take those and run to the other tour. He's he's in line for pretty good stuff. I feel like Ryan Fox stuff. might not run. He might just... no. He doesn't. He likes being a world player. But for uh, you know, him and Morocco are kind of one two in terms that of gaining eligibility. So, um, this is the oh, this is the I got you, I got how this works. How many what? spots? There's 10 spots from the fall? Yeah, with various status. Yeah. Dietrich's the bubble boy. University of Illinois, great. Yep. Jaeger? Yep. Jaeger's in there. 4A guy. 4A. Taking his trade across two, the Two Illini are in the top 10. How about that? There you go. Um, all right. I think that does it for results. I don't have a lot on news. Rory was bouncing around F1. There was a lot of content around that. Uh, a big bit was, of news. That was a content overload. That F1 team is so thirsty. Alpine or Alpine, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. yeah. They, they, all these athletes. They were, milk, yeah. they were milking that for every every ounce of engagement they could get. Cat and him, that was the, the uh, you know, what what do we used to call the thirst, thirst, thirst bucket. bucket of the week? Thirst bucket of yeah. the week is Alpine F1 team. Uh, news, Lucas Glover. Adding some credence to the Jamie Weir reports. He was on, I believe, a Sirius XM radio. Quote, I broke my heart. This is talking about the Ryder Cup. It broke my heart the week after to hear about how splintered the room was and things about money and different things. That's not at all what the Ryder Cup stands for. And this is, he made clear, he wasn't just reading Twitter, as the they, U.S. team said in this, their postgame. And I'm just not, I'm not just going on what I've been read, what I've read and been told. I've talked to some people who were there in the fight and it breaks my heart to hear that because that's not what it's about. That's not what it stands for. And it's not why I want to play on that team. So Lucas Glover just kind of coming off the top rope. Speaking of uh, splintered, how splintered the room was and being clear that it was this is this is people from he's getting this from who were in the fight. Um bit interesting. Certainly a little a little different than sort of the what we heard from, you know, the team in the post game press. Well, it's all and, misinformation. And, you know, it's all social media. There's no <laughs> truth to that. I mean, Lucas Glover, you know, he's had a really good career. He's never probably gonna be on a Ryder Cup team. Um, so you know, how dare, I think how I dare you dismiss the, the futures of, of uh, Lucas Glover? He can let it rip, and he did. He did let it rip for Sirius XM. I don't know that I would have, I wouldn't have minded seeing him this past September, but you know, he's not probably ever going to make it, and he let it rip. So uh, maybe not all, all the kind of unity that it was cracked up to be per Lucas Glover, per someone who was in the fight that told him. So, all right, more breaking news. Oh, this is from Ben Coley, who's who actually read the membership thing. Okay. 
So okay. he gets, he's he's a newsbreaker because he's one of the 10 people who read the report or that read the announcement. PGA Tour members who take up full membership will play from a newly created Category 12 in the 2024 DP World Tour exemption category list. Only five players from this category can play in a DP World Tour event in any given week. So only five. They're, they're not going to flood flood the gates of the DP World Tour. Only five of those uh, 75 ex- uh, eligible players from the PGA Tour list will, will be able to play. Interesting. I assume it goes in order. You get the first five, get their first right of first refusal and all that. And you just go down the list. God, I really hope that we could get travel travel uh, content from Patton. I think that the DP World Tour should maybe look into sponsor exemptions just for the social media appeal of it. Is this really that compelling? An no. offer or a carrot? I mean, I, I get that there's some OWGR points on the line. If you're like kind of in this fringe category for the PGA Tour, I just don't know how many guys are going to jump at this. Maybe they're maybe a bunch will. I don't know. A lot of these guys are fat and happy. Have made a lot of money in their career. The ones that you just rattled off. So I think it's a good thing for the um, guys that played on like Corn Ferry the year before, got on the PGA Tour, had good years but not great years, given that they had you know. Again, this is only going to be exacerbated this year with the elevated or the signature events is that like there are going to be a lot of really good rookies who mm-hmm. don't have really a chance to keep their cards. Um, and I think this will be a good option for them. But, you know, um, I don't think uh, Jimmy Walker's going to go over and play in in these events because they you know dp world tour events play for more money than corn ferry events right that's true that's true not you know three i think moronk made you know 350 or something this weekend so um all right that does it for this monday episode victory monday everyone enjoy your mondays enjoy your tuesdays we'll be back with you on wednesday to get everything going again reload for a new week talk to you then